Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Hello! I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. As you figured out, uh, we haven't been doing a whole lot of these regular ones lately. We have been pumping out some shorts. Still have both Super Bowl teams to do as a short. Uh, I will do that for sure this week. And I will also probably do one more full-length regular show. Maybe a Twitter Thursday. uh, Or if I come up with an idea in the meantime. But today's kind of a special show because... Uh, my son and I just dropped my dad off, and we just got in the door from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, we, we left, uh, what is it, it's today, today's Tuesday around 3.30 is when I'm recording this. We left about noon yesterday. I picked them both up. We drove up, went straight to the Hall of Fame, stayed there basically until close, and then got a hotel, spent the night swimming and goofing off. Uh, my son's 10, my dad's obviously not. Um... But just a little hit. I'm going to tell you about that trip. I'm going to tell you about what the Hall of Fame is all about. Um, we're brought to you by SeatGeek today. I'll tell you a little bit more about them in a bit. Uh, good friends of the show. Um, but growing up in Pittsburgh, Canton's only two, two and a half hours away. So as a kid, I probably went up there three or four times before college. You know, age 10, which is my son's age until college. This was my son's first trip. He loved it. It was awesome. It's a great place. I mean, it's hallowed ground. Um, but I went up there, you know, as a typical fan, just like all you, several, you know, three or four times as a kid from age 10 to 20, give or take, maybe age 10 to 25, something like that. Then I had a really unique experience when I was the director of football operations at the University of Akron. I forget what the mileage is, but there's a rule that X amount of miles from campus you can use for your official visit, for recruiting visits. Well, we use the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's, it's right down the road from the University of Akron. So one of the things we did on our official visit weekends at the University of Akron, I hope they still do it, I have no idea if they do or not, was we had, we had it was after hours, and we had the Hall of Fame all to ourselves. It was the coaching staffs, our wives, the kids that were in for the recruiting visits, their family and parents, and a bunch of our players. So we had the whole Hall of Fame to ourselves. It was awesome. And behind the scenes, we had like a buffet set up too. We ate dinner. You know, it wasn't elaborate, but it was like burgers and dogs and chicken and barbecue. And, you know, they didn't want to sit there and eat dinner anyways. They wanted to run all around the Hall of Fame and see everything with no one else there. With our players, you know, like it'd be a quarterback in and him and Charlie Fry would run around the Hall of Fame and check everything out. It was awesome. I mean, the dads loved it. The parents loved it. Um, You know, a lot of these kids came from Florida and far and near and haven't seen it. And some of them grew up locally and had been there, but they showed the other kids around. It was awesome. So as a result, I spent like, what, eight or ten weekends in a row at the Hall of Fame, you know, when I was the director opposite University of Akron. So I got to see things how they worked, and I got to meet some of the people behind the scenes and the managers and all those type of things. Um, but I haven't been back. I haven't been back since. So that was a long time ago. Like I said, I mentioned Charlie Fry was our quarterback. 
Uh, Chase Blackburn was our linebacker. Dominic Hickson, you know, I mean, if you know any of those names, they're all out of football and they had good NFL careers. So that was a good 12 years ago, I think. Um, but I haven't been back since. So my daughter is at a wildlife thing all week and it's a downtime. And my dad had the idea. He's like, let's take a 24 hour road trip up the road to the Hall of Fame. I'm like, yeah, baby. I mean, this is a perfect time to do it. Um, and my son's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't have school. You know, he's going to miss a day at camp. Who cares? It doesn't matter. So that's what we did. And I'm going to tell you now about our friends at SeatGeek. And then I'm going to tell you about what, you know, I'm going to give you like a tour over the podcast of the Hall of Fame. And I urge you all very, very much, even if you're from the other end of the country, it's worth a day of your life for sure. But I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. You know, I can be anywhere, just a few taps, boom, you instantly find seats. I actually, you know, use SeatGeek tickets or use SeatGeek to find tickets for Penguin Games, concerts recently. Uh, Hey, use it for the Hall of Fame game. There you go. Uh, SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to and only app for using the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports to concerts to comedy to theater. Best of all, all of you guys get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app now. Enter the promo code LONFL, as in Locked On NFL. I think you can figure that out. That's promo code LONFL for your fi- for your 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's pretty awesome. So what else was awesome was absolutely the Hall of Fame. I mean, my son, my 10-year-old, was in awe the whole time. And he's now old enough, smart enough, watches NFL Network all the time. Uh, a lot like me at that age where, you know, he's always on Madden. I didn't have Madden, you know, but I was always watching games or reading Kuiper's books or previews or that kind of thing. So he knows the league pretty well, and he's starting to really learn the history of it. Certainly knows Steelers history, uh, but he knows a lot of the older dudes, too. You know, the, especially the Stars, the Namus, United, and those guys, too. And, of course, my dad saw all those guys play, you know. So he remembers at an early age all those guys. And it was my first time my dad had ever gone, too. And he grew up a big sports fan, a big reason why I grew up a Steelers and football fan. Um, so we park out front, and immediately you just see the building. I mean, it's a... Uh, everyone knows the shape of it and there's a huge banner of all the incoming the class of 2017 which haven't been inducted yet but we know who they are morton anderson Damian tomlinson jason taylor who actually went to akron and is from pittsburgh and i met him at akron um all those guys lt kurt warner and you park right in front it's not busy at all i mean it, it, it wasn't like it was empty there was people everywhere but it wasn't at all crowded on a what a monday late late afternoon until close i think they closed at eight you walk in you pay for the you pay for tickets and it wasn't expensive i think it was 65 bucks or something like that for the three of us and there's a new exhibit that wasn't there that when that is there now that is really impressive and it's all about football cards and i collected cards as big time as a kid you know my dad saw some of these and like yeah i put those in the spokes on my bike and it's a johnny Unitas rookie card or you know my son collects cards so there's a big exhibit now, all tor- all geared towards 
football cards and the history of it. There's a whole wall of every rookie card of every player in the Hall of Fame. You know, there's a Jerome Bettis one. There's a Lynn Swan one. There's a Ted Hendricks one. They're all graded. Um, there's an exhibit of all these Joe Montana graded rookies all the way up from 1 to 10. They're really cool. There's a Namath rookie that the, the guy pulled my son aside, you know, one of the workers there, and said, hey, look at this one. This is the most valuable of them all. It's a really well-graded Joe Namath rookie. And he said, "We, we this one just sold for $300,000. You know, like, wow. You know, and just see how things have changed. And, you know, like my dad, when he was a kid, opening up packs of 56 tops or whatever it was when I was opening packs with Montana and, you know, Elway rookies from 81 and 83 in those years. And then how I've changed and what my son opens today. But that exhibit I thought was really, really cool. And then you go, you know, up this ramp. And for those of you who can kind of picture it, like there's like, it's like a, uh, a turnstile that completely keeps going around and around with a huge picture or a huge statue of Jim Thorpe right in the middle and this, uh, like a rotunda. I mean, I'm going to always use these Pittsburgh references, but like at Heinz Field, there's those rotundas in the corner. Well, it, it, it's just a gradual increasing thing that goes around and around. It's like two or three stories high. And as you're going around, it, it, it's really cool. I mean, it, it kind of does the history of the league, you know, broken down into decades at a time. Um commissioner stays you know this is the Paul Tagliabue era this is the Pete Rozelle era and everywhere you look in the Hall of Fame there's so much memorabilia this is a game worn Johnny Unitas jersey you know this is uh you know and all these eras this is the cleats that Deacon Jones wore you know I mean and it's everywhere and they're all super cool and everything you stop at it's just like wow that's pretty awesome you know wow that's even cooler wow remember that you know with all these little plaques and stuff to tell you exactly what everything is it's very clear it's very concise and you're not you don't i mean even if you love every second of it you you still can knock the place out in 4 hours for sure maybe even less if you're you know if you kind of hustle through it but it's big and there's a lot of content in there and the hall of fame is just awesome and i can't stop talking about it and thinking about it but once you kind of get through that section, you know, you get up to the next level and there's a lot of things like here's three quarterbacks that are hands wrapped around a football. There's Warren Moons, there's Troy Aikmans, I think Kurt Warner was the other one, and my son, or who all of us could put our hand in, you know, in his handprint. And boy, it feels so small and this ball looks like gigantic. Or there was three legs. There was one that was Jerome Bettis's leg. Leonard Davis, you remember Leonard Davis, just a gigantic offensive lineman, where you can put your whole leg in the imprint of his and just feel tiny, you know, like these guys' thighs are two of mine and I'm 260 pounds, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's just so much of that stuff. And then around the inside, they're talking about some schematic changes, like from the wing T, and then they do things like the K-Gun offense, and then there's a section of just dynasties where you can click on the Browns from the 50s, the Packers from the 60s, the 70s Steelers, and they'll give you like a five-minute video, just a touchscreen, boom, 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 90s Cowboys if you want. Touchscreens everywhere, you know, just little blurbs everywhere. You know, huge plays in in NFL history, boom, there's the immaculate reception, you know, or huge games, you know, fi- you know, fantastic finishes type of deal, boom, hit the touchscreen. There's five-minute presentation of it on one of the best games ever, you know, 
Dwight Clark the catch, you know, those type of things. And it's everywhere. And I'm and I guarantee you when I tell you, you know, when I give you this tour, I'm certainly gonna miss some things. And even though I was there yesterday, I mean I'm I'm still trying to picture in my head all the things I saw. But the chronological deal was really cool of, you know, this was football in the twenties and they show a helmet and what the footballs were like and all those type of things. So when you finally leave that rotunda area, you, you go down a hallway, and then on the left, it's like its own wing. And it's like, they, they should be playing, like, church music or something. You know, like, there should be a, an organ in there playing in the background. And it's all the bus. Every Hall of Famer's bust. And they're all lit up with a little plaque under each. Every team he played for. You know, you come in there, and I think it was, don't quote me, but I think 1963 is the first one. And they're all divided by their class. So the first year had like 15 dudes, you know, that got in as the inaugural class of the Hall of Fame. You know, it's like they're all massive. You know, George Hallis is in that, in that pile. And then the next year and every year after is just a section right next to the one before it. And they'll keep going until eternity of... Four, five, six Hall of Famers, you know, and you go all the way around this room and I looked at every bust and you'd look at every class and be like, wow, that was an amazing class or boy, I didn't realize he was in or, you know, just spend a lot of time in that room. And then you get to the one and there's there's 2017 and there's all these glass shelves lit up with Kurt Warner's name, Morton Anderson's name, but their busts aren't on there yet. You know, like this is the next pot. This is the next crop coming in. But it's unbelievable. I mean, you could spend a lot of time just in that wing. It's just such hallowed ground right there. I mean, it's 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 kind of breathtaking. And and you walk in, and there's a huge screen where Marv Levy was given his induction speech, and then Howie Long was given his. And there was two older women just sitting there going. They pulled me aside. I'm like, do you happen to know who this dude is? I'm like, yeah, it's Marv Levy. He's like, wow, his speech is really good. You know, like just enjoying themselves, listening to the passion these guys talk about about going into the Hall of Fame. So the the that room is just awesome. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. So after that room, we you know we did a little bit of a talk, you know, a little bit, you know, just strolling down the hall. And you and everywhere you look, there's just things to see. I mean, like, I can't even give examples, but there's just, everywhere you stop, there's, you know, there's Emmett Smith's rushing record type of deal. Or, you know, things dedicated to great moments in the history. And then you go in this, you know, this theater where it's called like the locker room theater or something like that. And it's really cool is a handful of benches just in the middle of the room, real plain with lockers of maybe 15 Hall of Famers all set up. Like there was Dan Marino's, there was Derek Brooks with his game room, game worn jersey, his cleats, uh, a helmet, a pair of shoulder pads. You know, there's Anthony Munoz. I mean, there's a lot of names and they're all set up really cool. And then a hologram comes out of Joe Namath telling you, basically it's a, a presentation about heart and dedication to the game. And they do a couple, 
you know, three or you know, a three minute interview with Curtis Martin, who came from nowhere, and his story, or Steve Largent, who you know everyone doubted, nobody thought he could do it because of his heart. It's a great message to the kids, you know, like to your my ten year old comes out of there thinking he could be president of the United States or walk on water or whatever. You know, if you set your mind to it and you're tough and you're, you have a heart, look what you can do. And these are all the examples of guys that end up reaching the pinnacle of what they tried to accomplish. Alan Page, you know, awesome. Alan Page actually helped build the building that we were standing in the Hall of Fame and end up being a, a, a huge, um, in many walks of life, you know, a giant. But that's who they started with, Jim Brown. So you leave there, like, invigorated, like, that's just, unbelievable like that was a great presentation my 10 year old's just like yeah 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 you know super into it and charges you up and you keep walking through the place and you know time and time again you're in awe of wow these are awesome and then you go over to this what they call the the super bowl uh theater or something along those lines i should have brought a program so i don't forget any of the steps that we took along the way but also should probably leave a little mystery for you all too but then there was another section of Big presentation. There was a Lombardi trophy sitting there that you can't touch, but you can get right next to. Um, there's a big write-up on the first four Super Bowls, and there's a section of um, just uh, everywhere you go, there's just a sordid awesomeness is really the only way to say it. Like there's a, a, a thing to set up for the 90s Cowboys and uh, a big thing set up for the current Seahawks, you know, with Russell Wilson-oriented stuff and you know, their run of late. But then you go into theater, then it's like another 20-minute presentation. And it kind of talks about the road of this present year. And they buzz through the playoffs quick, but it's intense and it's, you know, real into it. And then they really give a rundown of the Super Bowl. And this one was obviously really memorable. You know, they're showing the Patriots' sidelines when they're down 28-3. And, oh, man. And, you know, Brady's still cheering them on. And... Then they start coming back, and you, you're, you're kind of up close into it, and you finally see how it ends. And so, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, like, what if the Super Bowl was a 51 nothing blowout? I mean, I wouldn't be as psyched about it. You know, there wasn't much to see. But that was cool. And you walk out of there, and one of my favorite things, and certainly one of my son's favorite things, was when you walk out of the Super Bowl presentation, there's a giant display set up of, from 1 to what, 51, of every Super Bowl ring. You know, everyone sitting right there. You can't touch them, but they're right under glass. You see when, you know, it tells you exactly their weight, what kind of gold it is, how many diamonds there are. Like, I don't know if you knew this, but I just mentioned there was 28-3 in that Super Bowl. There's 283 diamonds in the Patriots, the, the most recent Super Bowl, in the, the Patriots' uh, latest ring. And it was for them to remember they were down 28-3. to Well, there's 283 diamonds in this thing. It's a gigantic ring. And you look at that compared to the Super Bowl one ring. I mean, it's insane or, you know, but it, that's a really, you could spend a lot of time just sitting right in front of that thing going, wow, look at this. Or, you know, why did they put this the way they did? And then there's a touch screen too, where my son went over and designed his own Super Bowl ring, you know, kid friendly stuff, but also really adult friendly stuff too. Or, you know, like I said, the three generation of Williamson men all looked at it very differently and I'm a professional and they're both fans and one's an up and coming and you know, we've all been there and enjoyed it all the same. You know, it wasn't like I could appreciate things they didn't. I mean, it was everyone enjoyed it the same and it was friendly to all. And there were, like I said, there were older women in there. There were young girls. There were people of all ages, just all happy. So there wasn't a lot left at that point, but there is a big room 
near the end of the tour, assuming you do it the basic you know way they lay it out, of all recent stuff, you know, game used things, um, JJ Watt jerseys, you know, and my son loved that probably maybe the best was, oh, there's Antonio Brown's gloves or. Uh, the day Jay Ajayi went crazy, those were his cleats, you know? So there's a plaque about all of them, of all very recent history. Mike Evans, Odell Beckham, you know, guys that um, aren't old. You know, I mean, these are young stars in the league, but it's very modern, and you can tell the kids really got into that because it's their generation of players. And it's super cool. I mean, there's still a Peyton Manning jersey in there. It's all stuff from the last year or two. And that's awesome. And so that was basically the conclusion of the of the hall of fame. And I missed 90%. I mean, I probably missed 20% of it that I told you guys, but it's everywhere you look, like I said, is the key is is there's something that's, Whoa, that's awesome. You know, wow, look at that. Or Holy cow. You know, there's a, a, a big display of how footballs have changed since the beginning. I mean, the first thing's like this big round, heavy, nasty thing and how it eventually changed into today's ball. You know, things like that. You don't think about like, even the ball they use in the 60s is so much different than the one now. Um, but then at the end, and of course they're trying to make money, but there's a gigantic gift shop. And you have to go in. I mean, even if you don't feel like spending money, and it's not cheap. You know, I bought my son a Julio Jones jersey, and it was expensive. You know, but he'll never forget it, and he'll associate with it. Whatever. Um, yeah, but there's everything in there. I mean, there's cool Hall of Fame gear. You know, like I brought a, I bought a, a zip up. There's hats. There's every team gear you can imagine. My son got a kick out of. Oh, they have Miles Garrett jerseys. They have Trubisky jerseys. I've never seen Trubisky in a Bears uniform yet. They already have them out. I mean, they got Raven shot glasses. They got everything you could ever ever imagine. They got a whole section of women's stuff. A whole section of kids stuff, which unfortunately we spent too much time in. And my dad got a shot glass for his buddy. I mean, that's like, you almost can't walk out of that place without spending some kind of money. But it's high-quality stuff, and it's cool. I mean, but obviously they're making a fortune at that. And that's really a wrap. You know, I mean, it's an awesome experience. I mean, I can't... One thing I would like to do, and because I'm so close, I'm kind of regret that I haven't to this point, is go up for an induction, you know, and see the game. And, you know, I know, by the way, I wrote all this off. <laughs> And I would write that off too. Um, But yeah, I mean, that would be the next thing I'd want to do Hall of Fame related. And next year I plan on taking my son again. Or next year or two, this time of year, taking my son and one of his good buddies who's super into it. And his dad's a good friend of mine. You know, like, it's something that won't get old to go to rather regularly, every couple of years. So I highly recommend. It was a very positive experience. I just got in the door, what, like an hour ago. Not a bad drive from where I live. Great bonding time with my family. Seeing it by my, I could have walked through it by myself and had a blast. Um, could have walked through it with any of you, any stranger, any friend, you know, and had a blast. It's just so much to see. And even if you're not super into football, it's just really something to appreciate. So that was my day. Over and out. Take care. Fall has arrived at JCPenney, the perfect time to refresh your home. From now until Sunday, get up to 50% off select comforter sets, furniture, and the most comfortable mattresses from top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. And save 50 to 60% on select sheet sets, plus an extra 15% with your coupon on select home items. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 928-109 on select home items, furniture, and mattresses. Prices valid 928-101. Selections vary by store while supplies last. Savings on regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.